Future Brandon. Banging it, banging it. Thank you, Future Brandon, for doing what you did. Oh, God. Our future selves need to stop collaborating as much. All right. Welcome to Undercooked. There is is the important question to be asked here. Could we layer this song with the Clarissa Explains It All theme? (laughs) I don't know. Let's find out. Turn it up! Wow, I feel like I've gazed into the face of God. <laughs> God explains it all. Is anyone else is anyone else's eyes bleeding? <laughs> okay, okay, David, David. Turn it off. Turn it off! It's off. It's off. Banging it, banging it, banging it, banging it, na 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 na. Here we go, Way cool. Welcome to Undercooked Analysis Explains It All, where we explain literally everything about, uh, you know, your teenage life. Uh, it's almost like vital information for your everyday life. Wait, that wasn't all that sketch. I am your host, David King. My co-hosts are here. It's Dead Palette. Oh. And Alan, wait, No. You've, you've changed your name, haven't you? Um, I'm sure I've changed it again by the time this episode is actually going up. So The artist formerly known as Alan Cheney. Yeah, currently on Twitter, I am Armflarm Cham Charm. <laughs> I kind of miss Aardvark Chimney. That was a good phase of your uh, uh, comedic career. Yeah, but then I drank a whole bottle of Jack Daniels by myself. Um, and... That's the Twitter name that happened. Arm Plarm Cham Charm. <laughs> you sound like that. I feel like I feel like uh, at this point you're just a Pokemon evolution. Yeah. Uh, you started out. Your baby form was Alan Chaney. Your first stage evolution was 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 Alex Chorney. Then you evolved into Ardvark Chimney. Ardvark, Ardvark Chimney. This is your mega evolution. Arm Plarm Cham Charm. Pretty but soon you're gonna course... get a Delta mode or whatever. It'll be, it'll, it won't be pronounced, it won't be able to be pronounced by the uh, human tongue. So that said, uh, we're going to read some poison today. We're going to, we've imbibed it, uh, we've taken a long time, it's been a bit since we've gotten back to these, and uh, one of the things I have figured would be, best thing to do, would be to sort of backlog what we've done. We've been kind of bouncing around with the different ones, but I want to try and hit them relatively in the order that they were posted. So we've gotten a few of these out of the way. Uh, This is another one sent to us by Summer McKinney. It is called Turn It Off. 
I uh, I just changed my my Twitter handle just now. Checking this out. Uh, doing it, doing it, doing it well. Doing it, doing it, doing it well. Banging it, banging it, banging it, banging it. <laughs> I'll get a chaka ego. <laughs> <laughs> He kept talking about this. He kept talking about this me and Omega evolution and everything. I yeah, was like, it's it's only fair. Yeah, it's it's only fair. All right, I approve. Now I am Al Giga Chaka Gigo. Oh, all right. So this story has a 9.3 star rating on creepypasta.com. Which, so, by the way, when I first got into it, had a little thing pop up to say subscribe for more pasta to our newsletter. And I'm like, I have enough pasta. Thank you. But I couldn't find a way to close it really obviously. I couldn't see a little button. And then I moved the little Skype uh, box aside that's up in the top right corner and then found that the close box was up there. And I was like, oh, okay. But still, it's weird invasive and I'm not sure I care much for creepypasta.com in its current form. So, um, also at the bottom uh, of this uh, pasta, we scrolled down and saw a YouTube video uh, that was the top thirty uh, top thirty creepy pastas. Uh, I think that's what it was. Scariest creepy pastas. Top thirty scariest creepy pastas. And for anyone worried, uh, this entirely not joking video, from what I could tell, I think they put Happy Happy at twenty four. And uh, we were listening to an excerpt from it, and I was asking for permission to cyberbully this person. Yes, we have to, um, we have to be better than that. It that places in the list happy happy between. Uh, by the way, uh, two other stories we've that have been read on this show: um, the strangest security tape I've ever seen, and normal porn for normal people. So happy happy is on the level of those. In case anyone was wondering. I think Ugh. once that once that became apparent, that was when Dead Palo was like, "So can I cyberbully this guy?" Because <laughs> I know that's like a personal attack against you and your narrative tastes. Oh boy, is it? Yeah. Well, it, 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 too, they were like paraphrasing the stories, and they were just like were reading them in the most cringy manner. Oh my yeah. god. Well, hopefully we're not going to read ours in a cringy manner. Spoilers, we totally do. I rested my arms behind my head. Skim reading the credits of a movie I just watched. After seeing them through about halfway, I lifted myself from the sofa and walked to the kitchen, stretching my arms out above me. I opened the fridge door and found a full cartoon of juice. Off <laughs> to the races, people. Off to the races. 9.3. So, <laughs> 9.3 out of 10, guys. <laughs> if this story disappoints us like it just might, just remember that's going to be the hey. meme for this episode. Guys, 9.3. <laughs> guys. Guys, remember, our policy is to go into these stories without expectations and not trying to say, think a story is bad from the get-go, okay? Um, Come on. No, we, I know. We, we, this was sent to us by a person who presumably likes it, and it, it, the story has a 9.3, so... Right. 
I think we were going kind of going into it with high expectations. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I just find it. I I think uh, you know, small nitpick, cartoon of juice. I'll let you figure that one out. So, well, I'm drinking from a cartoon of juice right now as we speak. How is yeah. it, by the way? It's pretty good. It's um, um, orange juice with pineapple. It's, it's the best. Is it the pineapple under the sea though? Um, because that's the only no. way it would be a cartoon of juice. Yes. Uh, he's actually sucking it out of Goofy's dick. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, <laughs> oh, keep sucking. <laughs> Even after I'm done. Oh, so, so I sat down on the kitchen counter by the window, cracked open the lid, and took several long, noisy gulps. When it couldn't. Gulp? <laughs> Gulp? <laughs> Oh, I see. It's, it's you can around. finish it in my mouth. Just make sure you tell me before you blow. Fucking God damn it. <laughs> Sick of goddamn bananas. When I couldn't drink anymore, I gasped to let in new air and wiped my mouth on the back of my hand. My evenings are uneventful around this time of summer. <laughs> you motherfuckers. And when I couldn't drink anymore, it started coming out my nose and dribbling down my cheek. Hey, everyone. <laughs> Welcome to Undercooked Analysis. I hope you're enjoying imagining Goofy getting blown. Incoming orange juice. He's, but, but I was, like, doing an impression of Goofy blowing someone, so it is, I'm assuming Goofy's blowing himself. Yes. <laughs> He's very stretchy. Good. Let's keep reading. Fucking typo. <laughs> Garbage. Uh, I'm more distracted by the fact that this is... Uh, I'll just finish the paragraph. It was 9.15 on a Saturday in July. School was out for the holidays, and my parents had gone to visit my aunt and uncle, who lived on by the coast. They would still be gone for two more weeks. I declined the invitation to join them. I didn't dislike the place or my relatives, but we usually stayed there so long as I'd miss most of summer break, and I'd truthfully rather spend it with my friends in town. I was a good kid who knew how to wash clothes and use an oven and generally not an idiot, so they let me stay at the house so long as I kept it clean. Okay, mm. I, this first paragraph is a little rough. Um, it's fine, but there's a long description of everything happening. Is, is that supposed to kind of set out how mundane and boring everything is? You know, there, there's a person who... Oh, there, there's a lot of advice out there that says... Write your story and then cut out twenty percent of it. Right? There's that mindset. Yeah. And I'm, like right I'm, at the beginning. I'm usually very opposed to that because for for the kind of horror we deal with, that kind of meandering stuff is important. This feels like this can either be cut out or placed somewhere else because this is not uh, a great way to start your story. Right. But I mean, it's other than cartoon i think it's competently written for the most part uh this is first paragraph. yeah i mean it's, it's kind of giving us an idea of who he is Mm-hmm. but who knows we'll see all right you want to take as the next... i sat yeah there you go i looked out into the garden to check for anything scary in the dark <laughs> it was empty and black i kind of wish we had a pet 
a dog or a cat would be nice about now, but their hair always made me sneeze, and my eyes go red and itchy. You that mean you had allergies? Yes. Those are called allergies. It's kind of a really obtuse way to say you have allergies. Yeah. With that in mind, my dad said no, even though I wouldn't mind it. 9.22 p.m. I put the rest of the juice cart- cartoon... Ah! Gosh! <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll, I'll just be here if you want more later. <laughs> put the rest of the juice cartoon back in the fridge door and went back over to the window. Hoisting myself onto the counter again, I glanced out to the garden and identified the shadows one by one to make sure everything was in its place. The bushes... <laughs> That's me on the counter. <laughs> That's me in the eat, drinking cartoons of juice. Trying to get through this long, long story... Guys, we're gonna. I'm going to derail us so many times with cartoons of juice. The bushes were their usual shape. Two small trees stood together by the back fence, and a metal table with four chairs sat casually on the patio. Okay, I like that we're kind of establishing a character who is scared. Possibly Seems, OCD? Yeah. He's, I would always... He points at all four chairs, and then the fourth one falls over. Uh, it is just kind of ridiculous, though, that it's like, as I said, I looked out in the garden to check for anything scary in the dark. Like, really? Yeah. Really, guy? I would always get up to investigate small noises in the night, and I hated sleeping with my face to the wall. If someone was in my room at night, I'd rather know about it. So, yeah, so this person is super paranoid. Okay. I'd rather know about it, so at least there was the faintest chance of getting away somehow. This meant that my worries were quickly put to rest, as I either found nothing downstairs, but the radiator... Okay. I've done this so many times on this show. I stopped myself this time. I have so many times mispronounced the word popping as pooping. (laughs) Back and forth forever. Found nothing downstairs but the radiator popping with the heat or opened my eyes to see an empty bedroom not knowing what could be making the odd noises coming from the kitchen or on the stairs or in my room is what makes my skin creep skin creep instead of skin crawl yeah Huh. 9.30 I got down from the counter and wandered back into the living room to turn off the TV and decided to take a rest, take the rest of the juice cartoon upstairs. I went back into the kitchen, opening the fridge door, and stopped. Turning my head to focus outside, I could see someone standing in the garden. I shut the fridge door and turned off the light so they couldn't see me so easily and moved to slowly to lean on the kitchen counter to get a better look. All doors were locked. And all the neighbors were home. I took a moment to remind myself of uh, myself this. Still, my heart quickened a bit as I stood there, straining to see his or her shape in the dark darkness at the end of the garden. I had to keep glancing away to keep their fuzzy outline clear in my vision. I had to keep glancing away to keep their fuzzy outline clear in my vision. What? What? Um, 
I don't know. Like, yeah, um, readjusting your <clears throat> eyes? Yeah. I have to look away so that I can see better. Do, I mean... Does, any, does anyone else's eyeballs work that way? Because mine don't. Not really. 9.3, guys. Uh, they were st- they were standing very still, and they were l- a little thin. But that's all I could see. I couldn't tell anything else. Nine thirty p.m. I got to wait. 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 It's the same paragraph. It's the same exact f- paragraph. Nine thirty p.m. More like nine point three. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I said aloud when I realized. What are you doing, I David? Had a You're skipping. What? You're skipping. No, I'm not reading it. It's <laughs> no, it's literally the same paragraph. Who, who, you guys don't know. It could be part of a meta narrative. 9.30 p.m. I got down from the counter and wandered to the back living room to turn off the TV and decided to take the rest of the juice upstairs. I went back into the kitchen, opened the front fridge door, and stopped. Turning my head to focus outside, I could see someone standing in the garden. I shut the fridge door and turned off the lights so they could see me so easily. I moved slowly to the kitchen and got a further look. All the doors were locked and all the neighbors were home. I took a moment to remind myself of this. Still, my heart quickened a bit. You get it. Micro machines. Super Van City Micro Machines. Oh, I said aloud. It was the garden umbrella leaning up against the back fence. I forgot that we used it for barbecues. I smiled at myself, pleased that I didn't get too worked up, and went upstairs to my bedroom. I laid on the bed and propped my head up on a pillow, opening my laptop on my stomach to see if anybody was online. Apparently someone was bored and saw my name pop up. All right, you two. Hey. Hey, you okay? Yeah, bored. Are your parents still away? For a couple more weeks. Why don't I come around? I don't want to be rude, but I kind of can't be bothered to hang out tonight, lol. Thanks, though. I don't have... I only have the one cartoon of juice, and I can't share. (laughs) I know what you mean. It's cool. What about tomorrow? Yeah, that sounds better. Cool, cool. I'll be around about one, but I've got some family stuff to do in the morning. Okay. <laughs> do do you still have a tent, by the way? We can camp in the garden or something. Aw, slumber party. I love you too, bro, X. Whatever, Ball. You got the tent, though? Yeah, somewhere. Let me check. Burb. <laughs> I... I got up... Got up from my bed, eh? and. <laughs> I got up from my bed and headed to check the cupboard under the stairs, where Harry Potter is. I didn't know where the tent was, but it seemed a good place to start. I opened the cupboard door and started shifting coats aside. Some cardboard boxes were stacked up at the back and might be hiding it, so I started unstacking them. I took out a couple of the easy-to-reach ones and had a stroke of good luck as the tent bag came into view. I leaned over the boxes and picked up the bag and took the big garden umbrella that sat beside it too, just in case it rained tomorrow. I paused. I put the tent down. Oh, shit. Oh, the umbrella's inside there, and it's not outside. Oh, God. Oh, no. Is it going to be a Honda umbrella, umbrella outside? Is it going to be the Yokai umbrella? Oh, uh, dude, those umbrellas are like my favorite sp- fucking... Spoop. Japanese Yokai. Japanese spoop. Japanese spookies. Scary 
umbrellas. Spooky, scary umbrellas. Is it my turn to read? Yes. It took me a couple of seconds to get back to the kitchen window and try to focus on the darkness outside. My eyes, my eyes, my eyes weren't fully adjusted to the dark, so I couldn't see all the way back to the fence. Turning off the kitchen light, I leaned on the counter and continued staring at the same point. The other garden features began to fade into view one by one, fitting my previous mental image. It wasn't—I uh, wasn't sure what I wanted to see. The darkness gave way to a familiar to the familiar forms I knew, but after a while, I was certain there stood still stood a figure against the back garden fence. It hadn't moved. I stood there for 15 minutes looking at it. I couldn't tell its shape properly, but it did look like someone standing there. I decided it wasn't a threat. I thought if it was in, in if I was in any real danger, I would have been a lot more worried by now. That thought kept me calm. What? Um, if I was in if I was in any real danger, I would be more worried. And since I wasn't worried, I wasn't in danger. That uh, I, it's logic. Uh, oh wait a minute! This is Spider Man. <laughs> <laughs> he couldn't have been in any real danger. My spider sense wasn't going off. <laughs> but I was. But I also wanted to find out what it was. I couldn't stand there forever i jogged upstairs picked up my laptop and brought it down to the counter with me could you come around now oh yeah i think i can see something in my garden what is it an animal no it's tall there's no tall animals i thought it was an umbrella <laughs> what is these animals <laughs> And oh, now you're sure, and you're sure it wasn't. I don't know. I thought it was someone, but now I'm not sure it's not a person. It just looks weird, and I don't think it was there before. Before when? I don't know. Earlier today, maybe. I can't remember. Are you scared? I'd feel better if someone else was here. Well, I did offer to come around, and I'm bored. So, yeah? Yeah, I'll come around. Uh, cool. Thanks. Uh, use the front gate. When I come around... Uh, I'm a little confused who's taking what paragraph now. Well, I read sat... those recently. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, go ahead, Alan. Uh, I sat there watching the black shape lean against the fence for another ten minutes. Eventually, the doorbell rang. I opened it, and Chris ran in, and Bear hugged me. And then the same paragraph again. Yeah. Oh, my God. Wow. It, huh? It's been too long, Chris Mock cried. It's been too long. Oh, Chris Mock cried? Yeah, it must have been a whole day. I retorted, smiling. The torment. He replied, pretending to ignore me. Look, come over here. 
I said, pushing him off and walking to the kitchen. I switched off the light and pointed in the figure's direction. Look. Give me a sec. Said Chris. I can't see properly. A minute later, he noticed. That black thing? Yeah. That that black guy? Uh, um... We Is both, that Goofy? <laughs> we both Is that Goofy out there? We both Why's he got a why's he got his deck out? <laughs> why is he bending over on his back? Is that Goofy sucking his own dick? <laughs> yep. <laughs> we both stood there looking at it for a while. I have <laughs> I have expected it to be gone when he looked. He just leaned over the counter. <laughs> just a big plan or plank of wood or something. <laughs> Let's go watch TV. Will you check with me to make sure? I asked. Oh, oh shit. Oh god, we've been getting this all wrong. Do you have a torch? It's pronounced cache. He returns cache. No. I admitted. Well, we could go check <laughs> if we keep the kitchen light on and open the back door a little. He offered. I thought for a second and agreed, but said we should stay right by the house. Uh, should I read now? Go for it. We slipped on our... <clears throat> oh, my God. We slipped on our trainers and opened the, the back door, stepping into sudden. the patio. <laughs> yeah. I, lo- I love how how every time Britishisms make their way into a story, it happens all at once. It's all at once, every time. It's never, like, references spread out. Um, stepped onto the patio, I felt the air was heavy and warm that night. Chris walked behind me. We stood very close to the door, peering at the black fence. Black fence. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> oh boy should we I had just started to speak when he quickly stepped into the house again still looking at the fence what I asked him I asked I asked following oh. him in oh, that was actually Alan I think Yeah. I turned and realized that the figure was gone oh what <laughs> I asked following him in <laughs> you read it okay I turned, I, th- I thought that was now the established order. You two are the characters and I'm the narrator during these parts. Yes. I turned and realized that the p- figure was gone. It was obvious from the light coming from the back door that the fence and the rest of the garden was just as it always was. Where is it? Chris said. Um, if it was leaning against the fence, it probably fell over into a bush or something. I tried to convince us both. We stared out for a few seconds longer and decided that we were too nervous to go and check. I don't usually give in to my night terrors, but now they were just beginning to click into my head. Can you stay over for the night? I asked Chris. Um, yeah, sure. It didn't sound like he really wanted to. He kept his eyes on the fence. We both went inside and locked the door before going up to my room. I got out a sleeping bag for Chris and drew the curtains without looking outside into the garden again. We talked about stupid stuff for a couple of hours and got some hot blowjob action going on. 
uh, to take our minds off the garden and fell asleep. So what they do is they get on their backs and they rest their lower backs against each other's lower backs and they give each other goofies. (laughs) I did it. I reached it. No. Ah. (laughs) (laughs) I reached it. It's not what we want to... I reached it. It's not what we want to hear in this scenario. No. <laughs> Give, giving each other goofies. That's amazing. Guys. <laughs> one of these days you're going to show up on the podcast like, guys, I did it. You did what? I goofed in my mouth. <laughs> God damn it. God damn it. All right. I, I... Uh, all right, hold on. Uh, in the morning, I found Chris's sleeping bag empty. I called out to Chris, and he said he was downstairs, so I threw on a t-shirt and went down. Sleep well? I asked. Yeah, pretty well, but I keep thinking about that garden and my stuff. Hey, <laughs> did you find that tent? He returned. Er, uh, yeah. I answered, remembering the shape which I had forgotten about until now. Well... I was thinking about that camping thing, and I thought maybe we could bring the tent to my house. It <clears throat> it could just make a change, you know. It could would just make a change, you know. I okay, yeah. Uh, um. sorry. I didn't have to ask him why. I wasn't too keen on staying in the garden after last night. Wait, last night. Come to think of it, the sun was up, and I wanted to check the garden while it wasn't pitch black. I asked Crift. 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 I am Crift. And he hesitantly agreed. Wait, theoretically, wouldn't they be taking the tent to Chris's house? Theoretically, yes. yes. That was confusing. They're going to go to Chris's house and pitch tents. <laughs> just just pitching tins, not giving each other goose. Yeah. <laughs> no, they that they already did that. They they need to downgrade a little bit. Yeah. Down downgrade from goofing to tenting. Yeah. Chris, this is moving a little too fast for me. <laughs> I mean, we goofed in each other's mouths last night. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goofing God. back and forth forever. <laughs> I just picture a endless stream of gorsh, gorsh. This is ending up like that episode of Metalocalypse where they all tried to suck each other's dicks, <laughs> where they all tried to suck their own dick, and they're trying to convince their their manager to buy the to get them a yoga trainer. <laughs> it's for spiritual enlightenment. We put on our trainers and stepped out into the garden. I don't know what we were so worried about. It was bright and colorful. The plants in the bushes around the edges of the garden smelled good. And there was a bird in one of the small trees singing out for its mate somewhere. We walked to the back fence to find nothing out of place. And it looked over and looked over the bushes in front of the paneling to check if anything lay behind them. We found nothing. We walked around the edge of the whole garden once more, while Chris tried whistling to the bird. It cocked its head from side to side, trying to figure him out. 
It was a warm day. Perfect for camping that evening, I decided. This, uh, it had a good moment earlier, but the story's a little slow. Yes. <laughs> yes. <clears throat> yes. Um, bearing all of this in mind, re- really, where the fuck are they proposing camping? Are they camping here, or are they camping at Chris's house? Because that's confusing. I think They're they- going to go camping. Chris is saying they should ca- camp at his house, and I think the implication... Here, because Chris is acting a little weird, is that he saw something last night. Okay. He saw something nasty in the woodshed. But here's the thing. Why wouldn't the narrator agree if he's freaked out, too? Narrator did agree. No, they're they're agreeing. Did they? Yeah, the narrator agreed they're going to go camp over at his place. Chris's place. Wait, no. Um... You know, and just make a change. I wasn't keen on staying in my garden last night. Wait, last night. Okay. I guess they're agreeing that, but now he's saying, okay, whatever. I'm confused. They had thought they were going to stay in Chris's, or in in the narrator's garden last night in the tent, but then they're like, nah, just come over and, like, hang out because there's a creepy thing in the garden freaking me out. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, We talked as we filled a couple of rucksacks with sleeping bags and some food from the kitchen. We didn't want to set up a fire, so we packed some tinned hot dogs, bread, a packet of tomatoes, and chocolate, as well as some bottles of water. There's a forest just next to my house, which is actually pretty good, Chris explained. Our garden backs onto the edge of it. I stayed in a tent there once with my dad for my first little camping trip when I was like seven. I remember I was so excited at the time. I thought we were really roughing it, like some hardcore mountaineers. Oh, I'm Chris now, by the way. Chris Christofson. Chris laughed at himself. If we get too cold or need more food, we can just go to my house. My parents are out, so we'll have free run of the place anyway. Yours are away too, I question. <laughs> It's their anniversary, so they're out for the night, he explained. They're staying in a hotel the next town over. Well, they're having hotel sex. They'll be back in the morning. Apparently, leaving your kids behind was the fashion this summer. <coughs> we it happened. It's happening again. No, the story isn't actually that it long. It is happening paragraphs. again. It is happening Again. That's another repeat paragraph. Yeah. At about noon, we left my house with the two rucksacks, a sleeping bag for each of us, and the tent, and made our way to Chris's house. It was fairly close by and a part of the same pleasant neighborhood. We walked and joked a lot, walking, we talked and joked a lot, walking side by side, nodding and greeting a couple of familiar neighbors as we went. It was a crazy nice day. The sun was almost too much. It was hot in our necks, and the side trees by the sidewalk seemed to grow green from underneath as the sunlight passed through the leaves. A sprinkler offered us some water as we walked by one house, and it felt good on my hot arms. It was <clears throat> I was already sweating by the time we got to Chris's place. We hadn't been walking for more than 20 minutes. We didn't go inside his house immediately because it was so hot, so we went straight to his garden and dumped our bags in the shade. He wasn't, j- he wasn't joking. 
The gate of his garden backed straight into an impressive forest. Very tall, thin trees stood high above the house and continued as far as I could see. Some bushes and shrubs littered the forest floor, and most of it was either grass or fairly smooth sections of dirt. I didn't see how this forest was classified as small. If we, uh... If we keep reading... Something has to happen, right? Um... I'd say so. I mean, bear in mind, we're not used to this. Normally, when we read these kinds of stories, something is already happening by now. But this story is a little slower paced than it's longer than most of the stories we read, you know? Mm-hmm. That could be part of it. Um, but I feel like the intervening time could be doing more to characterize stuff. I feel like I'm giving Chris more character by making him Southern than the author has decided to give him any character. You know? Mm-hmm. Me dicking around is giving this guy more character. Oh, yeah, actually. <laughs> Us goofing around. <laughs> Us goofing. goofing. Giving him more character. Goofing back and back to back. Back to back, they goof each other. Who's reading? Um, I just read, so... It's your, it's your line. Looks good, right? He boasted. It's it's so rad. I admit so bad. It. It's so rad. It's so rad, Lucas admitted, opening the gate and surveying the area. I walked down in between the trees and found a flat spot for the tent. I turned around to, a- I turned around to ask Chris's opinion and paused, a little disappointed... It didn't feel like the real camping when it felt like real camping when his house was so obviously in our faces. Let's go a little further in so it at least feels legit. <laughs> let's go. Let's go a little further in that way. No one stumbles upon us goofing each other. I said. <laughs> it walked... doesn't. It doesn't count if you only put the tip in. I walked back to pick up my bags. Chris objected to carrying his heavy shit any further. We walked in a straight line from Chris's house and kept checking behind us until the house was just about obscured by trees in front of each other. We had only gone a very short way, but the forest was already thicker and greener. There was even a long rope swing hanging from one of the trees, but it looked too old to hold our weight. So we decided to keep our spines unbroken and give it a miss. I unpacked the because we had to keep our spines intact for when we tried to, you know, give ourselves fellatio. I unpacked the tent. No, no, no. You're, you're getting it all wrong. You want to have your spines broken for that. Makes yeah. you more flexible. The paralysis only helps, David. Okay. Welcome back to uh, under goof paralysis. <laughs> <coughs> Oof. Um, shit. I unpacked the tent and set it up with Chris's help, and we threw our sleeping bags inside. I laid down inside inside to test it out. It was so warm and humid, I had to adjust my breathing for a second. I stepped out again and asked Chris if he had a torch for the evening. Someone take over as narrator for a bit, please. I can do better than that, was his response, and he took off towards the house. I was too hot to run after him, so I opened my my rucksack... I opened my nutsack and cracked open a cold one with the boys and opened a water bottle of water, drown, downing half of it and putting the rest in the pack. 
I laid, I capitalized, laid, capitalized down on a patch of grass and started doing a, a, oh shit, what would you call that motion? Swinging, swinging your body over the rest of your body. Um. I laid down. I laid down on a patch of grass and looked up at the canopy. The leaves were sh- uh, shifting gently in the breeze. I couldn't feel them down here. What? You couldn't feel the from leaves- down here. I could. In a breeze, I couldn't feel from down here. Okay. And I watched them sway and mesh together until I heard Chris return. Did you get a torch? I asked, closing my eyes. The sun shone through my eyelids and colored my vision red. I listened to the soft sound of his footsteps on the grass as he walked past me towards the rope swing. Some of this description was actually pretty good, but we're all kind of really waiting for something to fucking happen. Um, that's not going to hold you, I warned as I heard him tug the branch with a small creak. He tugged it and it creaked in <laughs> I listened. He tugged it once more, and again... <laughs> there was a moment of silence, as I guessed he was still weighing it up. And then another tug. <laughs> he continued to tug a few more times. <laughs> and the creaking followed each one. I was sure it wouldn't hold his weight. And I smiled, predicting one big creak and a snap as the rope of the branch broke. I waited as some final tugs were made. <laughs> creak, creak. I waited still. Creak, creak, creak. Yo! I heard Chris's voice coming from his garden. I sat bolt upright, almost st- spraining my neck as I snapped my head sideways to face his house. He was jogging through the trees holding an electric lantern. I switched my gaze in the other direction towards the rope, cr- rope, rope swing. It was hanging still, nothing nearby. I stood up and turned a full circle. Nothing in any other direction. Wait, okay, so Chris was already there, tugging on the rope, and then... What? Wait, no, but he wasn't. Oh, so he was just laying there with his eyes closed. Someone was fucking around with the rope. And he thought... He it was... assumed it was Chris. Yeah. Someone was tugging him. This is why you do it with your eyes open. You never know when someone's going to Houdini you. Yeah, give you a Houdini. There's so much more of this story, and this is so slow, slow. Let's keep going. Okay. All right. Press on. What? I mouthed to myself. I mouthed myself, giving myself a goof. Um, I mouthed to myself, walking towards the rope. I tugged it gently. It didn't creak. I pulled harder. It didn't creak. My mouth went dry. I jumped up, grabbed hold, and yanked down. Oh my god, guys. It's fucking never ending. Um, The branch bent a little as my feet touched the floor. And still didn't make a sound. I kept hold of it as I stared up towards the branches. But eventually the rope gave way under my weight somewhere in the middle. And a soft thud fell on my ears as a thick, ropey strand fell in front of me. 
Chris was rattling his lantern as he came by. I think this is the halfway point. Okay, maybe? I don't know. It's hard to tell. I'm... It is kind of hard to tell. I don't know if I'm going to be able to do this all in one sitting. For sure. That's what she said. Lol. Goofing. Um, I mean, clearly the, the most fun we're having from the story is what we unintentionally gained from it because of a typo very early on that evolved into probably another ongoing meme. The fuck are you doing, Alex? Huh? Yeah, what was that? Well, what? Sound like you're giving yourself chafey. Sound like you're rubbing sandpaper across your beard. Well, I mean, I'm not crying right now, so... No chafey going on. Is it your chair creaking? Um, no. Okay, because we're hearing this crazy scratching. This is freaking me out. Okay, maybe we need to stop. This is cursed. This this episode is cursed. The nine point three curse. Okay. Okay, so we'll re- why don't we why don't we just call it now and we can revisit this a li- this story a little later. Yeah. Here here's the thing though. Um. 9.3 what is going to happen in the latter half of this story that merits this being a 9.3 right I really don't know I I kind of like the bit about finding the umbrella and then realizing that's not what you thought it was in the garden but that feels like a midpoint in a short story that's effective you know yeah this is a very long this, story that's now we've got this rope swing thing it's it's a very long story that's meandering, and I don't know what it's trying to accomplish yet. I'll tune in next week to find out. Same undercooked analysis time. <laughs> same goof time. Same goof time. Same goof goof channel. <laughs> what was your what was your idea, uh, Alan? Huh? For for undercooked analysis title. Oh, um. For this for uh, this episode. Un, un, oh, under goof paralysis. Undergoof paralysis. Undergoof under paralysis. That's pretty strong. All right. <laughs> Join us next time for more Undergoof goof paralysis, the uh, podcast within a podcast. Uh, uh, if you enjoyed this episode, and I'm not sure you did, but if you did and you like what we do, uh, feel free to follow the show on Twitter at Scary Sauce. Follow it on the Benview Network, benviewnetwork.com slash undercooked and out, or UCA. And uh, you can find it under the Midnight Marinara uh, master title thing on YouTube and on Tumblr. Uh, anybody else want to throw out any plugs while you're at it? Uh, nah. Okay. I tried a butt plug for the first time in a long time, and man, it was great. And had a great time with that. Awesome. I'm sure everybody wanted to know about that. So I recommend butt plugs. Today's plug is actually for plugs. You're going to have a butt. Plug it. I don't want to give this story a freshness rating yet because we're going to revisit it later. But yeah, we'll see what happens next time on Undergoof Paralysis. Do you like wrestling? Well, I sure as hell do. 
I'm Brendan Creasy, and you can check out me and my friends talking about wrestling on Mr. Brendo's Wrestling Show, found at mbwspod.com or at benviewnetwork.com. If you're into WWE, ECW, Ring of Honor, PWG, other indies, all that stuff, New Japan Pro Wrestling, or you don't if you don't even know what those are, I can t- I can tell you about them. So go ahead and listen to Mr. Brendo's Wrestling Show. This podcast is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at BenviewNetwork.com.